0: well everybody hello and welcome back to the carried away podcast
1: welcome 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 we missed you
0: we did <laughs> <laughs> well how are you keely let's start with that let's start with how are you
1: you know what it's been times are trying you know I've just had, like, the, the past, I want to say, like, the past week and a half, it's just like every, you know when it's like a snowball effect and everything just keeps happening and happening and happening?
0: Mhm.
1: Uh-huh. Um. So it's been a challenging week. I mean, like, I'm fine, but I'm just, it's just like, for example, one of the things that happened is I got, like, a nail in my tyre in the side of it. So I was like, okay, you know, you can't fix that. It's in the side of the wheel. I have to buy a new tire. So I spent 70 pounds on a new tire, okay? This was on Friday. I'm like, "Okay, got the new tire, perfect." Tuesday, I go to get in my car after work, and my tire is flat. Oh,
0: the
1: new I'm one? Like, the new? One? The the new one. <gasps> the same one. I d-
0: demand like,
1: my money back well my initial thought was I was like I've been charged for a new tire and they have fixed it and not fixed it properly so I like marched back around there I was like <laughs> did you put a new tire on like but as he was looking at it he was like Yeah, yeah yeah I did and as he was like pumping the tire back up so that I could you know it wasn't completely flat he was like oh I, he and I both spotted it at the same time it was like the nail in the tyre and I was just like
0: what the fuck
1: like why Again, tyre again. again again, another nail in the tyre it's, like, it's been like four days tushy. well you know I did, it did cross the mind I was like who have I pissed off
0: <laughs> but in the, in the side of the tyre again
1: no it was in the top it was like the top
0: where are you driving?
1: i was the top. Is there like... So to be to be fair, where I work, there is like multiple sites and I do drive around and there is some very questionable parking situations. Oh. So it's just one of them things. But that was only the first thing. Another thing that I did, I won't bore you with everything. Another thing I did, I was like cooking my dinner and, you know, cooked, cooked my dinner, ate my dinner. Went to bed. As you do. Woke up, new day. As you do. I go downstairs in the morning. I'm in the kitchen in the morning, like getting a drink, getting some breakfast, and I'm like, oh, it's quite warm.
0: God, you didn't I
1: fucking left the hob on <gasps> overnight. Oh my God. Now, luckily, luckily it was it was I mean not luckily but it was lit so it wasn't like just gas yeah <laughs> I know yeah yeah dead. it wasn't just gas it was lit and it was it was very low
0: but I have like, done that before this is, but not overnight
1: yeah overnight I was like so your hub is gas so it was a it
0: was a it was a yeah. flame, not like a ring on it was a flame coming out yeah
1: it was a, fl- a oh, flame shit. on yeah So I was just like, fuck. Yeah, and then there was another situation, which I don't even really want to get too much into, but I basically went to the doctors about something and was completely dismissed. (gasps) Like, to the point, I'm not joking. I am not joking. Like, I get it. If if you're a doctor and you're not concerned about something, that's fine, that's good news, but you need to be able to explain why. But I had a situation where this doctor... I'm going to say... She literally. Um. This is not my interpretation. She told me. She said the words "negativity attracts negativity." And she said, she said that because I'm not even kidding. She was like, because you're an unhappy person, you're like essentially looking for problems. And I was like, what? And in the moment, no, Ellen, no. She she was Ellen. She was saying this to me, right? And I knew it was like halfway through the appointment. I was like, this bitch thinks I'm just making this up. She thinks I'm bored. I've got nothing else to do. Like, you know, like, and I'm just sat there going, is this really being said to me? And I, shit you not, I just, I just didn't even say anything back. I just literally stood up and just walked out. I was like, I am not being spoken to not like that. good for you. I was just like, and then, you know, it's been a whole thing, like.
0: Did you put
1: a complaint in? I put a complaint in. I've since had a, an, a another appointment with a different, um, a different, it wasn't actually a GP. Um, so this person is the, is the GP. It's like one GP at that practice. Uh-huh. So I had an appointment with a doctor and they have like, you know, I had a great appointment with them. They've, you know, without going too much into like <laughs> what everything was, but it's just like, it's
0: just been one of them Why fucking dare she?
1: I was shocked that I came out at this appointment and I was like the thing is I was just I was so shocked, but I was I was so upset yeah. and I was like you know when you're just so upset that you kind of can't think clearly and it almost takes you to like sleep on it for you to wake up and be like how yeah, fucking yeah you get
0: you kind of have to like sit back and, and actually almost process what they said
1: yeah because i literally came out of this appointment and i was like
0: yes, you oh you gosh you you work out i'm sorry <laughs> my tv, TV. has <laughs> gone on the with Adam's no curses. direction or for me 15, which is 19,
1: oh my god there's a girl there's a ghost. Um, but yeah. It, so it's, it's just been like the past well, 10 days.
0: Imagine like not feeling well or whatever it was. And then having mm. someone say, oh no, it's just like... Um, you. Yeah, it's just you're just <laughs> negative And you're just looking for problems. Lit-
1: honest to God, like, what the fuck? That is what that is what was actually said you know that's not my spiraling interpretation that they are the words and I was just like I can't even
0: uh. oh I've never heard anyone get spoken to like that before by a doctor they're like shocking shocking honestly oh god I know I know what is the world what is the world how dare she I'm so I'm so angry for you
1: like on the day I was, I was so upset because obviously I, I come back then into work and people like people that were spoken to about it were like, oh, like you know, every, everything okay? Like what did the doctor say? And I was, I was literally like, this is what the doctor yeah. said. Yeah. You know, and I, re- I repeated what she said,
0: and they were just like, what? And I was like, <laughs> like I was, like, I, yeah. I, what? Like in disbelief? Like,
1: yeah. But I was, I was just so upset. I was so upset. Because it takes sometimes, it takes a lot for people to, like, actually stop and go, no, I want to address this. This is something that I'm worried about. Yeah, exactly. You know, to, to go ahead and make the appointment and look yeah, after exactly. yourself. And then they just go, oh, no. Stop being negative. Like, okay. Do you know what? I always say this. I always say this to, like, anybody but but in the moment it's obviously easier said than done but I I say to like my nana when she goes to her appointments and they kind of dismiss her not obviously in such an extreme way but I say to her ask the doctor or the GP to write in your notes that they refused to give you any treatment or they refused to see this through any further Ask them to put that in your records, and if they don't, uh, yeah, that's they very want to be true. Asking themselves. Yeah. very Why? good point. And you want to, yeah, like, oh, okay. If you don't believe this is an issue, that's fine. But can yeah, you put that in that's my a notes? Yeah, very good point. Actually. I want that on record.
0: Yeah. Well, anyway, I'm sorry to hear about that, like, Kelly. That's a horrible. It's a horrible
1: situation. Thanks, but I, I shall not let it happen again. Yeah.
0: Absolutely not. And I'm
1: not that it's my responsibility, but I um
0: No I I get what you mean. Like you're like I'm never gonna let someone or that speak to you like that again. Yeah, absolutely no way. Yeah. Yeah. Oh well, shall we get into the episode? Hopefully on that note, let's (laughs) let's end your week (laughs) on that note bit of (laughs) sexicity fun. Um Yes. So, episode 12, mm-hmm. now we're going to try our best to um, pronounce this, La duclaire Ec- Exquise. Yeah? It aired, yeah, yeah, you get. you know what yeah. it is, if you've watched it, you'll know what it is. So it aired in August 22nd, 1999, whoa, I heard that, <laughs> no, yeah, I <did> you- <laughs> think the podcast <laughs> probably heard that too.
1: I'll leave that uh, Yep. Uh, I didn't expect it to be so aggressive. Like, I always, when I sit, I always, like, put my arms back and stretch. Yeah.
0: Arm.
1: Well, that was a like lot. I felt you really
0: needed that. Um, I really did. <laughs> directed by Alison Ander. Written by Darren Starr, Ollie Levy, and Michael Patrick King. Oh.
1: Trio. Yeah.
0: Did you know that Darren Starr also... Is a writer for emily, emily and Paris. Paris. yeah right? and ollie levy is a writer for that was a writer for that's So raven
1: oh i didn't know that and oh my I god thought. that's so raven what yeah a i
0: seen that and i was like oh my god I, I seen it by accident and then i was like i'm gonna look at whatever it else does yeah so the opening scene is panning through a restaurant in new york Carrie in the voiceover says, New York City restaurants are always looking for the next new angle to grab the e- elusive and somewhat jaded Manhattan palette. Last year, it was Fusion Cajun. Last month, it was Muscles from Brussels. And tonight, it's s and So as we're panning through the restaurants, it was just, it looks mm-hmm. like a very standard restaurant. And then we just Turn and it is like men and women like in chains and mm. like chained up in leather whipping each other. It's just not what you expect mm. to see in, in a restaurant. Um. She goes on to say that Samantha's PR firm were hired to do the opening for La Duclair Exquisite, <laughs> <laughs> which means the exquisite. Pain. So it pans over then to Miranda and Carrie, and Miranda is looking a bit more concerned <laughs> by what she's seeing than um, than Carrie is. Like Carrie seems a little bit more yeah. comfortable than Miranda about it all. Um, so we see Stamford arriving, and then we see Charlotte arrive. <laughs> um, she's actually in the queue and like calls out for Samantha. It's so funny. So Samantha stood there with like this um (laughs) black top hat and a whip and um she's like you know calls for for um
1: yeah charlotte
0: and she's like let her in like she just i can't remember what she says but she's so funny and um charlotte arrives and she's wearing this lovely very (laughs) conservative like pink dress while everyone is in like black leather like sexy outfits and Samantha just asks, she's like, What are you wearing? The invitation says kinky. And she responds in the most classic Charlotte way. Yeah. Everyone, and a just little says, bit. I kinked my hair. <laughs> yeah. So they're all at the table, and the waiter <laughs> is basically in nothing, <laughs> apart from like yeah. these leather, uh, leather underwear and stuff. And um, he brings them all drinks, and he gets like, Samantha's like slightly wrong. And he makes she her like me. turn around no she makes him t- tur- turn around and she's like <laughs> whipping his like bum and he's like she's like bad waiter bad waiter <laughs> and charlotte then makes a comment about like how embarrassing it is for the waiter to have to be dressing like that you know for work and stuff and samantha argues that it's just a sexual expression she says that all of these people have jobs and pay their bills, mm-hmm. they're just having fun with fetishes. And she's like, I <laughs> wonder what your fetish is to Charlotte. And um, of course, she's like, You know, I don't have one. And Samantha says, Everybody does. Um, she says, The difference is that they're putting it out there where, where everyone can see it. And she says, It's healthy and fabulous. So. We're just setting the scene for her mm-hmm. fetishes. Just so deception. we know where we're all,
1: <laughs> we're all standing in the same.
0: Just, just so yeah, yeah, yeah we're all on the same page here. Um, so Carrie gets up from the table and says that she's leaving. Um, she says that Big is flying to Paris for work in the morning. And she wants to say bye. So Sam then gives her the hat and the whip and says, <laughs> "Give him a goodbye. He'll never forget." So we then see we're at. First of all, before I before I go on, while we're still in the restaurant, do you think a restaurant like that would exist in New York? I, there's some wild restaurants? I think of restaurants, so, but, but probably
1: I think. maybe like between certain hours. You know, maybe it's a a quote regular restaurant mm. in the day, and then at night it gets. You know, it's kind of like it's kind of a bit like a club, but Kinky. a restaurant. Mm. You know, you never know, like, yeah. some people's fetishes might involve food, so why not bring them all together? <laughs>
0: <laughs> exactly, yeah. Um, so, we're now at Big's Hotel, um, Carrie knocks on the door, and when he opens it, she's got, like, the hat on and the whip in her mouth, and I actually... This scene <laughs> gives me the itch so much. I actually, I'm like, whoa. Like, it was so, it's so awkward to watch. And I don't know if you agree, right? So she, um, he sort of just stares at her. He doesn't really comment. And then she's like, yeah, it's a joke. Um, and then he's like, you know, he sort of tries to get into it. And he tur- she turns <laughs> him around and he, she like whips him uh, like on his ass And he just goes, oh baby, in the most like monotone way. He just, just, like, I was like, okay. I was okay with that point, right? I was okay at that point, (laughs) right? Because the the monotone, (laughs) oh baby, it sounds like a very like, yeah, whatever. Then they start like kissing very passionately and he's like, you know, taking like her necklace off her, like hat off and everything like that. And she's like, he's like kissing her up against the door. And then she just, and they both start saying to each other, "Oh baby," yeah. And she goes, "Oh baby," and the most like yeah. awkward. It's like, mm. it's like they're yeah. trying to be sexy. Because it's but like
1: calm. I feel like Carrie went in there, you know, being a bit fun and just like, yeah. You, know, you, you, typical Carrie. Like she's up for a bit of fun, and it's like Big just didn't know what to do because he'd never been in that situation. So he was just doing. He was just like saying the words that he thinks,
0: yeah, that he should say. This- Awful. and then
1: yeah it was just like you're either into it or you oh, you're not
0: yeah <laughs> just... but it's just like it, do you know what it was like it's like it was like she was not relaxed to be like like yeah maybe people's like comfort levels with it not comfort levels that's not what I'm trying to say but like um
1: the way Undes- they can be understanding uh, I guess
0: no I'm trying to say like the way people can be flirty naturally is yeah. how they flirt naturally, but whenever they try and put on like a different type oh. of persona type of thing, like, yeah, it just doesn't. It's very, it was very awkward. Yeah, I, I couldn't, I was like, and then I had to watch it again to like <laughs> just capture all my notes, and I was like, Whoop. yeah, but anyway, <laughs> um, yeah, it wasn't great, very icky, very icky scene. <laughs> so she says in the voiceover, I wasn't sure if it was the cap, the crop. Or me, but it worked. Meanwhile, at, fet- at a fetish across town, Stamford Blanc- Blanche had a secret sex life, a very active sex life on the internet as a Rick 9. Plus. <laughs> <laughs> so the site, you could see in the background, it was called Sexpress. Oh, is that? Um, weird? <laughs> yeah, and Carrie says that it started on a whim. Um, just one night and now he spends like hours on the website she said I that guess it, this
1: is like the 90s version of like grinder
0: yeah by the sounds of it yeah yeah um she says it was a comfort to know that other people shared his underwear fetish <laughs> we, we don't hear too much about that but and then um and it was as getting to as many as 2000 hits a day that's quite a lot yeah
1: yeah. Stanford. yeah, loving
0: it. <laughs> <laughs> so we see then like a child opening up from a, another guy called Big Tool for You. <laughs> and that was as like it seems to be the guy that he he really he really enjoys talking to the most by yeah. the slides a bit. Um so we then cut to Charlotte. We do. <laughs> and yeah do. We do. I'm trying to read my notes. And I'm like, what? Um, so, Carrie then is t- talks about how Charlotte, like every other woman in Manhattan, had a thing for shoes. Charlotte sort of like sees a shoe shop across the street and runs into it. And she's looking around at the shoes and the shop assistant asks if she wants to try any of them on. And she says no. And then he just sort of like goes size seven and he persuades her to try the these pair on that he sort of had mm-hmm. and she says that she's saving for a, a summer share in the Hamptons and um, so she doesn't want to buy anything and he says she I think she asks how much they are he says is there are four hundred she's like no I can't and then he says two hundred so she agrees and she takes him for two hundred and then the sale assistant introduces himself as Buster.
1: Mm-hmm. Buster.
0: Buster.
1: It's such a dog oh. name. <laughs> it It is. I used to,
0: I have, I called, um, my goldfish Buster. Oh my god. Yeah. Um, Buster it was after, goldfish. yeah, so I bought, well I didn't buy it, so I won it at a fair, and then when I was waiting, I had it in, in the wee bag, and then when I was waiting for, um, my mum and dad to pick me up because I was like mm. 10 don't judge me for having a fish in a bag <laughs> I've <Right. laughs> seen your face I've seen your judgment <laughs> so um when we was sitting for my mum and dad to pick me up the like there was a security man there and he was like we was talking to me and he said like um don't know why he introduced himself <laughs> as like buster but i was like i'm <laughs> gonna call him my fish buster and that's how i did buster <laughs> jr <Junior>. yeah <laughs> so miranda um was at like a wee book market um and she was just like having a wee nosy at the books and this other ga- guy was there and they start chatting um book talk they were talking <laughs> book talk um wow. it's called jack That was the end of my notes. Wow. (laughs) Wow. Oh. Wow. (laughs) So, in the scene, then Jack and Miranda get chatting, you know, about the books. And (laughs) Carrie, (laughs) Carrie in the voiceover, says that it wasn't just a book that Jack was picking up that night, it was also Miranda. So. Mm -hmm. We don't see where it goes at this point, but... Yeah. um, Next, it's the next morning. Big is packing to go. Um, Carrie is trying to be, like, quite cute and, like, you know, I'm going to miss you and blah, blah, blah. Mm -hmm. And he's not really reciprocating at all. Mm. And then Carrie sort of mentions, oh, like, Charlotte's um, planning a summer share in the Hamptons. this summer, like, have we got anything planned? Um, Or no are gonna are we going to do anything or should I just go in on that summer share with her mm-hmm. and he sort of gets a bit like oh and he's like I might not be here in the summer and then he just sort of lets it out that he may have to move to Paris for a year mm-hmm. um he says he doesn't know much about it and he'll find more out uh, about it during the trip and stuff and Carrie is rightly pissed off
1: but he, but he, all, yeah, like he literally just says it in passing. Like, mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. If she hadn't have brought up summer. Mm hmm. I know, he, exactly. Would, it's just like.
0: When what? was he actually going to tell? And I think that was, you know, when was he going to tell her? Probably never. Um, I know, when he's in Paris. Oh, yeah. I'm in yeah,
1: But this, actually, this episode is where thi- this, like, relationship between Carrie and. And Paris is like this this thing it's always kind of a thing in the series up mm. until yeah. season six but this is the start of like Carrie and th- being kind of like tied to Paris in some way mm-hmm.
0: yeah so he actually tell he tells her to not get carried away
1: <laughs>
0: um he rushes off and he say- he tells her that... They'll talk about it when he gets back. It's so convenient that he can just rush off to Paris in the mm-hmm. middle of that conversation. Yeah. <laughs> um, so we cut straight to um, Carrie with the girls, and she's getting, like, really annoyed. She's like, I wanted to kill him. And mm-hmm. she said he was standing there with the big, what's the problem, eyes? I don't understand. Like, it's my problem. And I'm like, that is what he does every time. Yeah. Like, you know, yeah. she brings up something. Like, he does the whole like he puts it on her like it is her problem um yeah he's just
1: he's just i when when was he gonna tell her i just no
0: i i know i know he wasn't um so charlotte's trying to be a bit optimistic and she says you know like it's only seven months like you can visit him he can visit you you know that's not the point charlotte yeah well that's what carrie goes on to say oh, yeah. she's like it's not that it's a fact that i wasn't even a factor in the decision making
1: mm-hmm.
0: and sam says that men do this all the time women women walk around thinking we and their version of we is me and my dick <laughs> and miranda <laughs> No, like
1: totally, totally no no, no, no.
0: women go around
1: thinking thinking we as in me oh sorry did you say that right? Men really? do this
0: all the time. Women... Women wa- walking around thinking... think Women are walking around thinking we. And their version of we is me and my dick. Well, oh, men.
1: Yeah, they. Oh, sorry, sorry. It just the, sounded like women...
0: No, 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 women's no, Women's version
1: of we was me and my dick. And I was like,
0: uh-huh. No. <laughs> um... So Miranda just keeps answering with totally. She's like, totally. Yeah. Um... <laughs> <laughs> and Carrie is just like so angry, and she she says she's angry that's happening again. She's in the situation again, and that she's doing this to herself again. But the, she then says in the voiceover that that's when I realized I was in an S and M relationship with Mister Big. Do you know what S and M stands for? Um, I don't.
1: Uh, I like well the acrony-
0: Acronym like.
1: I'm gonna guess sub submission and something or like something of that nature. Should I yeah.
0: Google it? Yeah, I've always been afraid to Google it.
1: Oh, okay. Um...
0: S&M... <laughs> oh.
1: Oh god. How do you even say that? s Yeah, I know how to fucking say S&M, you dick. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> sadomasochism 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 we all know what it is i just didn't yeah we all know i've
0: never i i I sort of thought down the same line of being like submission something but i'm like what was the m there you go um so anywho so carrie is writing in her apartment and she says in the voiceover. In love relationships, there is a fine line between pleasure and pain. In fact, it's a common belief that a relationship without pain is a relationship not worth having. To some, pain implies growth. But how do we know when the growing pains stop and the pain pains take over? Are we masochists or optimists if we continue to walk that fine line? When it comes to relationships, how do we know when enough is enough? Hmm hmm so anywho so (laughs) we are then with Miranda and Jack and they're walking talking more book talk and they're laughing and he just stops and he there's this like wee alleyway and it's obviously into like wee bit wee like houses or something and he says this is where Mark Twain lived when he wrote Huckleberry Finn and they walk down this wee alleyway he sort of points at the door or whatever, but we don't see it. And um, they sort of start kissing very passionately. Um, and just like they're about to, to go to have sex, and Miranda's like, we should stop. Someone might see us. And he says, mm-hmm. I know. And they just continue. So there you go. Mm-hmm. So, so that same night then, Carrie is having drinks in her apartment with Stamford, And he says to her that he needs her he needs her advice but he needs to confess something first so he tells her that he's been having cyber sex and he tells her about the guy he's been chatting to and he says that guy wants to start meeting up Mm -hmm. with him and but he isn't sure and carrie's like well what do you know about him (laughs) and he says his name is big tool for you (laughs) and at this moment (laughs) carrie literally spits out her (laughs) cosmo she asks him where he wants to meet him and he says that it's in an after gay bar and she's like okay well now why do you want to and he says he seems hot and it's exciting and he says that he hasn't had good sex since Cats was on Broadway (laughs) and Carrie's like she says go be safe and have fun and um Stanford's worried that he'll diss him and that he'll, like he says, he's really great. and He's really great looking and has a red body. But we all know Catfishes didn't start after, you know, after the bloody documentary. It's been going Mm. on for long, long before that. Yeah. Um, So Carrie... Carrie Carrie then says that she was drunk enough to call big so she calls big when he's in Paris and obviously with the time difference it was very early in the morning for him and he was <laughs> I loved
1: I just love this scene
0: <laughs> she wakes him up when he called when she calls him and she goes to ask she basically just goes straight in on him and she asks him why she wasn't a thought in like his plans and she says like all she does is think about you and think about us um, and he's like you know I was sleeping can we talk about this another time and she's you, she basically is like you need yeah, to think she, about she somebody else other than yourself she completely calls him out in your life. And, and
1: yeah and she calls yeah, him on an all old man It's just great and uh, and she's also when she yes, says she's I like know. I am a woman a wo
0: wa- man <laughs> a wo Man, I know, it's so good. Um, yeah, so she just basically mm. calls him out for all no. of his shit, and he just doesn't want to hear it Yeah at all. Typical big. Call. Typical big. So, we're, we would like yeah. to see her actually calling him out on his shit. Yeah. Because it's like needed to happen episode. for quite a while. Um, like, yeah. from episode one. <laughs> so... <laughs> We then cut to Miranda and Jack and they're in the back of a taxi and Jack basically just tells her to like take off her underwear mm-hmm. so he can give her head. Um, <laughs> And it's so funny because <laughs> yeah. she's like obviously like enjoying it and she's like, yes. And then she's like, yeah. yes, like, yeah. down Fifth Avenue or whatever it was. Yeah, it was quite funny. Um, Charlotte then Charlotte, went back no, to see Buster. Charlotte knows when she goes back to see
1: Buster that he... Has a uh, has a thing for her. He's
0: yeah. taken a shine
1: to Charlotte, and her it's not Charlotte. It's her fate. Well, yeah.
0: I think she's like yeah. I think she she knows it's like well. I'm assuming at this point, like she's like. She thinks it's maybe a shine to her. Yeah, at but this point. Yeah. So when she goes back, he's like, you know start talking about your feet again like no she's actually she's putting on like he's already putting shoes on her and he's telling her how great her feet are and like Mm -hmm. was she a dancer and all of this and then she tries these shoes on she loves them and Buster says for anyone else 500 but for you free Mm
1: -hmm.
0: and she asks why and he says because these are tired and they need a little rub and Charlotte's like well okay and he just like starts rubbing her feet can we pause yeah. I need to pee
1: <laughs> yeah we are pausing the podcast
0: to let you know that we are on patreon yes Woohoo! you can now become a member of the carried away family and get exclusive content voting privileges early access and much much more there are two memberships to choose from the Carrie and
1: the samantha the link is in the show notes we hope to see you there
0: so okay so yes we're back with we're in with yeah so charlotte's in basically it's like Buster's giving her a little rub, <laughs> and and he's just sort of like giving in to it.
1: But this is like this is like the nineties version of somebody somebody asking somebody for like foot pictures on OnlyFans or something. It's
0: like well, here's my here's my question. <laughs> mm-hmm. Would you Would you sell a, a picture of your feet? Um, I mean. Probably. Like I don't care. Cuz it could be they could yeah, they could be anybody's feet. That's what I mean? Like, like I wouldn't be that bothered. If some if if, if I if I could make money off getting some of my feet pictures, I would would. <laughs> like, I, I don't think I'd be that. It's not bothered. if it's just
1: pictures of your feet, like I, I'm I'm I not mean, against.
0: <laughs> yeah. Like you're just like it's my foot in a shoe. My foot, <laughs> not in a shoe. Soft, it, but no, it, it must it, like
1: but for <laughs> these people that receive these foot pictures, it must, it must get boring at some point. Like,
0: yeah. I mean, maybe
1: it's maybe it's all the variations of different feet of from different yeah. people, and maybe
0: they need I've to some, know uh, yeah. who the
1: foot belongs to. But if you just want straight foot pictures, like.
0: Let us I have know. Some strange, I don't have great-looking fle- feet. I have very flat feet. I mean, but, 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 but I
1: listen, people are into, you know, you never exactly. know. I have
0: strange-looking feet. So, like, <laughs> someone, there must be a fetish out right there for strange-looking feet.
1: I think we should uh, investigate that one. Carried away. Carried away the yeah. foot fetish.
0: Yeah. You know, like, do you want pictures of our feet? <laughs>
1: If you want pictures
0: of our feet, um just get in touch. Can you please like let us know if you know anybody who one sells pictures of our feet or two buys pictures of people's feet? Please let us know.
1: I I, want I know, to know I know so I know I don't know them that well, um, but I know of somebody that was on OnlyFans and but i don't know what their status was on foot pics
0: (laughs) okay okay but
1: um i feel like if you buy foot pics i just like if you buy foot pics there's there's so many like pictures on the internet surely a feat that you could just get for free but i suppose it's like pornography like there's so much free porn but then you people still uh, buy from only fans so i suppose
0: true I mean, if you're getting like a specific, very specific picture of a someone's foot, like I want it like, you know, I don't, know. I don't even want to know. <laughs> but, if, but listen,
1: listen, if it's just a regular foot pic, let us know.
0: <laughs> I know. Hit us up. DM us if you want a foot pic.
1: <laughs> Wait, what's the, what's the going rate? Tell us if you know what the going rate is for a foot picture. (laughs) Uh,
0: We need to know
1: because Uh, that could. We have shit we
0: want to (laughs) buy. Yeah,
1: like we have stuff we want. We have holidays we want to go on. We've got like things we want to do. We could get like a whole podcast studio based off "Carried Away." Foot picks. Foot Mm. picks.
0: Interesting. Well carried away the foot pics so Charlotte, Miranda and Carrie are walking down the street and Carrie says the thing with her and Big is sort of close to end and so she's willing to give the whole Paris thing a try, she says like what's the deal with like going to spend a couple of weeks with your boyfriend in Paris and Miranda's response to that was your relationship is taking you to Paris and I'm fucking in the back of a cab and she says it's not just there like she starts listing out all of these places that they have had sex and she says we've never done it lying down or inside oh <laughs> i know so <coughs> charlotte says then she's like you need to get him in the bedroom and see what's really there um And she starts, like, as they're walking, she starts fixing her shoe. And Carrie's like, hold on a second. Like, look at those shoes. They're amazing. Mm -hmm. And she goes, and Carrie just goes, 500? And Charlotte's like, no, (laughs) for free. (laughs) And um, they question her on it. And she sort of confesses that she let the sales assistant hold her feet. (laughs) And Carrie says in the voiceover that the second she said it, said it out loud she knew what she had to do yeah so we see charlotte bringing the shoes back to buster and basically saying like i can't take them um and she's like he's like they're worn they'll go into the bin and she's like no like they can't they're too pretty to go into the bin um and he says she's sort of like you know we'll exchange them you know for some rubbing basically so he says he has six new styles and can she try them on in exchange for the shoes so she's like all she needs to do is try them on so they almost like go they go into the back or something like that and he's like trying all these shoes on her feet like different styles yeah And, like, getting, like, more and more, like, turned on.
1: He's he's getting way too much pleasure from this. He
0: is. Like, so much. Yeah, so much pleasure. Like, to the point where it's, like, he literally orgasms by the end. (laughs) And it's just a bit gross. uh, And Charlotte looks like, okay, she's like,
1: this wasn't
0: right. Yeah. I think she knows. This was the end of her foot fetish. Yeah. Um, Not her foot fetish, but her. Fit experience. Ex- yes,
1: experience. Mm-hmm.
0: So, Big has now arrived home. Um, Carrie goes to his hotel, and she brings him his McDonald's as an. Uh, brings him a McDonald's as an apology, mm-hmm. um, and basically tells him like how they can make it work long distance. And she tells him that um, if she needs to, she can move to Paris. Like she just starts like learning all these things out like it's gonna work this is how it's gonna happen I I can move to Paris and oh he yeah. sort of says like stops her and says like but you'd be moving to Paris for yourself right and she's like well why else would I be moving to Paris if it wasn't for you
1: mm-hmm.
0: and he says I just don't want you moving there and expecting anything and mm. Carrie goes into rage mode she is so Sh- pissed Sh- yeah and rightly so
1: oh 100% yeah
0: so she throws a McDonald's across the room and he's like what the fuck and she's like shouting at him and she's like, like why do you not want me in your life
1: mm-hmm.
0: and um, he says he basically tells her to calm down and she's like you know basically like I'm sick of you know calming down and I think mm-hmm. like this was her this was her breaking point for yeah, all this of this yeah
1: Oh, it's not even the camel that broke the straw, the, the, the straw yeah. that broke the camel's back, because it's fucking, pat. like, it's somebody, it's just, like, the biggest Yeah. thing, you know, yeah. that you can yeah. say to somebody.
0: Ex- uh, yeah, exactly, and it's, like, this, I think, you know, she's held back for so long now, and it's, like, okay. It's finally you know, coming out. I've, like, yeah, I, I get you've got commitment issues, I get it right but now it's going like too far to the point Mm -hmm. where you're actually leaving the fucking country (laughs) and not even considering me like it's shocking yep so big says that i have to be in a relationship that if i have to go to paris i have to go to paris and carrie says well what about next year if you have to go to brazil then what happens and he says it's not about our relationship it's about work And she says, it's a, it's not, it's about you not letting us get closer. It's Mm -hmm. like, you know, she's Mm -hmm. giving him the hard truths now. She's like fed up with like walking around in eggshells. Yeah. Yeah. And she's like, why is it so hard for you to like factor me into your life? Mm -hmm. And he just responds with, I guess old habits die hard. I know. Like, I mean...
1: I would throw a Big Mac at his head.
0: Yeah, at least sure. show you're, like, you know, fighting not, for he's it. He's not
1: even trying in the slightest. Yeah. He's just not. I know,
0: he's just, like, I, I feel as though this is his being told by your job that you might have to go to Paris. It's almost like a get-out-of-jail-free card. Something exactly. Like, you know what I mean? It's like, oh, well, this is, this is how it's going to end. Perfect, so. yeah, like, the perfect yeah. way out. Mm-hmm so she says well maybe I can't do this anymore and he then again responds in a very like it's like a very defeatist attitude like he's like I'm I'm done I think Mm. he's like mentally done and he just says I understand Mm. and he said she says to him like you said you loved me Mm. and he says I do and she says then why does it hurt so fucking much Mm -hmm. so she's walking home and in the voiceover she says on the way home I was furious not with big with myself I was the real sadist he might be the one with the whip but I was the one who tied myself up tied myself to a man who was terrified of being tied down there we go the real talk yeah um so next uh Stanford goes to the gay club to meet Big Tool For You. Um, wait,
1: wait. Do we need a bonus episode where we delve into Rick Nine Plus and Big Tool For You? Yeah, we like, we,
0: we go through their story. What was their story? Um, it's, so it's an underwear only club, which means that when he goes in, he has to basically take all his clothes off and just be in his boxers. Um, so, rightly so he's like terrified walking in and was sort of like oh like you know yeah but he just goes for it god love him i know so then we go to miranda and jack and they're at his house and she's he says like let's do it in the bed like it's like a like that's a novelty for him yeah like that's so, the abnormal
1: thing yeah ex- that's, that, that's his fetish the bed <laughs> yeah
0: exactly and Miranda's uh, sorry Carrie in the voiceover says that Miranda's fears of his like fetish of like having to do it outside were gone and you know she was Mm -hmm. overthinking it it was like more that it was his excitement and like like, a
1: fun thing
0: yeah and like you know it was just like he couldn't keep his hands off her as opposed to it had to be outside Yeah. so um Carrie in the voiceover says that because they were inside like Miranda was able to to get a bit like let loose a little and like you know, yeah, she was she, able to
1: relax in like a safe environment,
0: exactly. So, whenever they started having sex, she was rather loud, and we then start hearing this voice going, Jack, what's wrong? Jack continues having sex, Miranda's like, Uh, who is that? Mm-hmm. Jack then. Continues having sex. I'm and so says, uncomfortable. <laughs> I know. I just can't. He continues having sex and he says, oh, it's my parents. They're staying here. Oh my and Miranda's like, sounds like they're coming in here. Jack continues to have sex. Oh, His parents walk in. He continues to have sex in front of them and come. And I, I just can't. But I actually, what we're here, like, I need a follow-up scene. Like, how did that unfold after?
1: I, that's a bonus episode where we can break that yeah. down. But I, like, honest break to down God, our
0: trauma <laughs> from, like, that, watching it.
1: Seriously, though. This, like, it's, it's so wrong. But this scene, I just, I always remember it because it's honestly one of the most traumatizing oh, yeah. scenes of the whole show
0: it really is like
1: how can you continue to have sex if somebody your parents are about to walk in the room how can you how can they, how can you make eye contact with your parents while having sex and then you come like it's kn- so I know beyond so fucked, up. fucked up
0: yeah do you know like, what really like gets me though is that the parents don't look that shocked. Yeah, they did. They really didn't. No, they're like, oh, and they, like. You I think would they look like, they're like, oh, I didn't expect to see that, but like, they don't look like they haven't seen it. Like it's the first time they've ever seen yeah. it. Yeah, like, they don't look hot because. My parents would be like, "Oh," and then like run away. Like,
1: The the door would slightly go open. You'd you'd quickly see, and you'd be like, "I'm getting the fuck out of Abu Dhabi!" Like, you'd realize
0: what was going on. Alarm bells
1: everywhere. Yeah,
0: it's just like, oh my god. So, um, so that was the end of that. Like, you couldn't, you could not continue a relationship with him after that. Um, I think
1: this man is in like deep, deep. Deep therapy. he got at this issues.
0: Point. Oh yeah, definitely. So we're back in um, we're back in the club with Rick Nine Plus. <laughs> um so Stanford is sort of walking around, he's sort of like trying to figure out which one is big tool for you <laughs> and he sort of makes eye contact with this guy and the guy walks over and he's like admiring his underwear, Stanford's mm-hmm. underwear. And he's like, you know, it's from Paris, blah 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 and um the guy like even asks him to like turn around and like show him and he gives it like a little tug like, yeah this sort of the waistband
1: yeah he's just like Stamford is so out of his comfort zone but yeah. he's trying bless him
0: i know and um and then Stamford sort of says over like the loud music he's like big tool for you <laughs> and he's like and the guy's like, "What?" <laughs> and then he changes it to another beer for yeah. you. <laughs> <laughs> um, so then we just lead them to getting a nice uh, um, a beer together, and like I think in the voiceover, Carrie says like about it being it's sort of like a bit refreshing having like a, you know an actual in person conversation with a man yeah. as opposed to over over um, the internet. Yes, the interweb. The yes. interweb. So, it's in the middle of the night and Carrie says that she's, you know, tossed and turned and can't sleep. And she gets a knock on the door and it's big and he's come over and he says, whenever he walks in, they don't speak. Carrie says that there are no words left. We've said them all. And he just, like, picks her up and takes her to the bedroom and Carrie says that after we made love i knew it was over did i really love big or was i addicted to the pain the exquisite pain of wanting someone so unattainable so it's like the morning and carrie's sitting by the window and big is still in bed and he wakes up and um he says what are you doing over there and she says go to paris i'm not going to come Let's not pretend we are something we are not. His response was, come to bed. (laughs) Shock. (laughs) I know. She says in the voiceover, I wanted to go to him, but I felt like I was tied to the chair. Some part of me was holding, some part of me was holding me back, knowing I had gone too far, reached, reached my limit. She watches Big leave her apartment and look up... (laughs) What? <laughs> what? Sorry, I was reading that as though it was her voiceover. Um, <laughs> so she was watching Big leave her apartment sort of from her window. And um, she sort of, he sort of like looked up at her and he was, she was looking down at him and they sort of give each other like that almost like that knowing smile of like, you Yeah, know, yeah this is it yeah oh this is luna is honestly to say one more sentence luna
1: <laughs>
0: <laughs> Luna, mommy's at work selling her foot <laughs> <laughs> so she says and just like that i had untied myself from mr big i was free but there was nothing exquisite about it and mm. that was the end of the episode
1: you know what as well she's also at the end of the episode she's also back to her curly hair because she she'd been wearing it straight for a bit oh i did not even talk there was a lot of like kind of visual storytelling i think in this episode because earlier in the episode as well where they're having the huge argument with the big mac (laughs) it's like they're stood at opposite ends of the island in the in the kitchen Uh and then like they're on opposite sides and then they like, as one comes around, the other like they they swap places. It's just like oh, a lot of things. Like I always know it's stuff like that. But yeah, she's back to her curly hair at the end.
0: I didn't even I didn't even clock that. Ah. What do you prefer, straight or curly hair for her?
1: I think um, definitely curly.
0: Yeah, she wears it well straight. Oh but yeah, I think curly. Like, she
1: looks great yeah. either way. But curly is just yeah. Curly is just Carrie. Curly hair. Yeah.
0: Yeah. I think so. Classic Carrie. Exactly. Well there we have it. Big and Carrie are finally done. Or are they? Or are they. We've got a break from them for a while anyway. That's a, that's oh a positive part this episode. <laughs> <laughs> well, <laughs> thanks for listening. Tell us. Have you ever sold a fit picture? Hmm. Um, have you ever got free shoes for letting somebody rub your feet? That's definitely going to be
1: know. a rare, a, a rarer one of the two.
0: Maybe not. You think? Maybe we're just not going to the right sh- shoe shops.
1: <laughs> the right. Would shoe you let shops.
0: Would you let somebody rub your feet for a sh- shoe or money? Um. Like, would you take it to? Would you take it that 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 far I mean because I feel like that's almost like is that taking it too far well it's definitely I don't
1: know because like where do you draw the line (laughs) I know I feel like somebody
0: rubbing your feet is a bit like especially whenever they put and choose on my feet Mm. fine rubbing my feet no no not when depends they're, they're how much the pain. The way to be is. honest, yeah, it that's Just true, depends how true, much the pain.
1: True true, true. true. What am I getting out of it? Yeah. Am I ever gonna see you again? Yeah. Hmm. True. Hmm. hmm. There's definitely. Well, there there's go. definitely something to this foot fetish world. What <laughs> What's your opinion? Do you think Courtney Kardashian and Travis Barker have a foot fetish? Have you noticed that um, in the sh- in no. the Kardashians? So, like, there's an episode where um, they're doing some kind of cleanse and they're told that they can't have sex. And they're yeah. asking, like, clarifying, like, can we do this? Can we do that? Like, what's yes. what's within? And yeah. one of them says, like, foot things. And there's just clips of, like, of different conversations that are had where I they've definitely got some freaky foot shit going on.
0: <laughs> I just think they've got freaky shit going oh, on. Oh, yeah,
1: 100%. 100% yeah. but specifically thought related. But
0: that's interesting.
1: It is. I mean, I'm not like kink shaming anyone, but No,
0: here no. no. But it's just as interesting. long as there's, as long as it's consensual. Oh, percent. Yeah. Well, there you go. Well, thanks very much for joining for us for for this episode. Um Hi. it was it was uh, it was a good one. I, I, enjoyed, I enjoyed it. Not much of Samantha, but the bits that we did get Samantha were were very good. Yeah.
1: Yeah. It, she, I feel like she was in her element in the beginning scene, like, she at her events. It's like, yeah. God love her. She,
0: she was. She really was. Um, well, there we go. Uh, okay. Killy, I hope you have a better week this week.
1: Thank you. Mm-hmm. So do I. We <laughs> want,
0: yeah, we don't want that to happen again no no definitely not all right well thanks very much guys
1: thank you very much for listening Bye. Bye. Bye.
0: Bye. bye